Hi, this is Millie Gunn with Credit One USA, where we fix credit, and I'm here with Leticia on the Mommy Business Podcast. God is my boss. Being a business owner is one thing, but when you add wife and mom to that, oh, that's a whole different ball game. Welcome to the Mommy Business Podcast. We are here to discover how to win at this thing called life. It's time for you to design the life of your dreams, one building block at a time. This is Mommy Business with Leticia. Hello, Mommy Bosses. Welcome to another episode of the Mommy Business Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, encourage, motivate, and educate moms and business owners on how to win at this thing we call life. Today, we have a special guest here with us, Millicent Gunn. Millicent is the General Manager of Credit One USA, headquarters in Huntsville, Alabama. Millie is also a certified financial educator and conducts workshops and seminars on credit education credit repair, and money management. Millie is also the mother of two teenagers. Ooh-hoo, girl. A son and a daughter. Fun, fun, fun. Hello, Millie Gunn. Welcome to the Mommy Business Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Leticia. You're so welcome. I'm excited to get into this with you. Um, This is going to be fun. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Millie. I am sure you have a lot of information to share with the listeners today. But first, I have to ask you a question. Are you willing to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I am. Okay, well, let's get started. First of all, give us a little background about yourself and how you got started in your business. Well, prior to working with Credit One USA, I um, had a various background. I've worked for an insurance company. Um, I was licensed for auto home business and life. Um, I've worked for both the city in Huntsville as well as in Florida. And I did a couple of other things, both nonprofit, for-profit, and government agencies. Um, Mostly in the field of helping people. Um, I have a background in administration. um, And I kind of jumped around a lot. However, at the time, believe it or not, I was a stay-at-home mom. Wow. Um, and the owner, Marie Scott, called me um, because I also was the vice president of the Huntsville chapter of the International Association of Administrative Professionals. And he was looking for some assistance. And I kind of volunteered myself a little bit. I said, um, well, if you can work with my schedule, I like to do it. So... He said, okay, come on in. I gave it a shot, um, showed up, of course, being clear, the owner is my big brother. I was just about to say, let's pause for a moment, let everybody know who Marie Scott is. (laughs) Marie Scott is my big brother. Um, One of the benefits of having a family-owned business and having um, family members that own their company, therefore they can get to hire in some more family members to work when needed. Oh, no, 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 no. He needed somebody. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to stay at home. She was a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> and he felt the but need for her he, at his company. Yeah, and um, I went in there, and I was supposed to be part-time, and I'll never forget. Um, 
the first week I was on the job, it actually had the really bad snowfall that we had where mm-hmm. they shut down the city for like two weeks. Uh, no, they shut it down for like three days, not two And weeks. the reason that's so significant for her because she moved here from Michigan and they get snow all the time. But in Alabama, you give us like what, a little bit of snow, we're closing down the city. The threat of snow. <laughs> I could say I see flurries right now and they might shut this city down. <laughs> Anyway, um, so when I went back to work the following week, I told the general manager at the time, I said, uh, I like you here. I kind of want your office. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, well, if you want my office, I'm going to have to take Maurice's office. And I said, uh, do what you got to do. I want your office. Fast forward a year later, I was actually general manager. <laughs> so. so from stay-at-home mom to general manager of a credit repair company. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> So you say you dealt a lot with customer service, your background. So dealing with credit repair, you know, you have all different type of um, uh, attitudes and customers from all kinds of walk of life coming mm-hmm. into you. You have from business owners to just individuals that's looking to get started in their business. To people um, who don't even know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, the cool thing is no matter where you are, The same thing applies to everybody. Mm -hmm. Credit isn't a respecter of person. It doesn't care if you're a business owner or if you're a stay-at-home mom. You still got to do the same things to get there. And it's a great equalizer. And um, it's really, really amazing because it has such a significant impact. It's it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's the perfect avenue to help you no matter where you are. Credit. Yes. Speaking, of credit. speaking of that, how important is credit today? You know, because some people may feel that money is more important than having to get credit score. Um, can you have, do you need either or, do you need both, or what's the importance of credit versus money? Good credit makes money you go further. Okay. So um, a lot of times you hear people say stuff like cash is king. Mm-hmm. And the truth is cash isn't king, credit is. Well, if cash is king, credit is the kingdom. I'll take the kingdom. <laughs> so you say credit is more important than, than cash? Absolutely. Um, here's the thing. Credit impacts everything. For example, when you go to figure out the house you want to buy, they don't ask how much money you have. They ask your credit score. Mm-hmm. And that determines how much your down payment is going to be. If there's a down payment or no, no, right, no, not yeah. just your down payment. If you can get it. Right, right. Now, let's just say you don't want to buy a house. How about your apartment? Mm-hmm. They're looking at your credit, too. Now, why is your apartment important? Because your apartment determines where your kids go to school. Right. So now you're looking at where you live at and what environment you put your children in. Then you turn around and employers from Chick-fil-A to DirecTV to the Arsenal to Everybody is pulling your credit score. Mm-hmm. So now I determine where you work at. Did you know you can actually go through law school and because of your credit, you won't pass the character and fitness test, which means you can't be a lawyer? Really? Yeah. So you can pay for all of this and you still can't do what you want to do. Wow. So it impacts where you live. Now we've talked about where you work. Uh, your credit score, obviously, by default, that determines how much money you make. So now I'm looking at your access. So it doesn't matter how much money you make if all these doors are closed to you. Because mm. eventually you'll run out of money. Mm. 
I get, well, Lord have mercy, girl. <laughs> Credit is extremely important. Absolutely. That's why I, I do it so all I day. I didn't know all of that. I mean, I know that when you go apply for a job, of course, they pull your credit. Um, and, of course, when you're looking for a place to stay, of course, they're going to pull your credit. Car insurance. Yeah, renter's yeah. insurance. Hmm. Homeowner's insurance. Now we're costing more in life just because of your score. Because you end up paying more if you have a lower credit, credit score also. And you know what I didn't know? That... A lot of times, depending on your area code where you live, I mean, your zip code where you live, that plays a part in your your credit score overall, too. Nope, not in your score. It plays a part in redlining. So here's what happens. So what happens is this. Let's just say this area is a bad area. Mm -hmm. If this area is a bad area, I can say it's higher risk. Now, here's the problem with that. Higher risk on top of bad credit higher risk Mm -hmm. means I can go stupid on it. In Michigan, for example, I used to work for an insurance company. I won't say their name, but, you know, are you in good, you know. But (laughs) um, with them, they tell you it's one of 32 factors that go into determining your rate. Well, the truth is they've stopped giving out rates before they get your, before they pull your credit because the difference can be thousands of dollars. I mean, you go from paying something like 230 a month to 674. Mm. For the exact same vehicle in the exact same neighborhood. And the only difference is your score. That's crazy. Now, the problem is if you couple that with what builds wealth, mm-hmm. home ownership, right. low debt, mm-hmm. you're doing it. On average, a custom, uh, person, not a customer, a person with a 620 or lower credit score spends about an addi- who's a homeowner spends about an additional $10,000 a year just because of their score. Mm. And that's why Susie can take the trips. And you got to go back to work. Darn it. Man, that's tough there. Woohoo, that's a lot of information, girl. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good information. Um, I, I just want to get a little personal right quick. So we know that Credit One is a family-owned business. Um, Credit One USA. I'm sorry. Credit <laughs> One USA is a family-owned business. And Millie, Millicent Gunn is your married name. Millicent Scott is your maiden name. So right now it's Millicent Gunn Scott? Nope. Just Millie. Um, Depends on where you're asking me. At work, I'm Millie Gunn and I'll be Millie Gunn until I'm done with the well, company. Well, how does that work with working with your ex-husband? Well, he goes by Jordan. So <laughs> it works out really well. Um, it's, I mean, it's my ex-husband. So, you know, some days are super de duper other days they're like you know i should choke him when he gets into the office (laughs) but you know at the end of the day we have a really really good respect for each other Mm -hmm. which supersedes most of the things he and i were married for almost um 11 years Mm -hmm. we have two teenage children together um and i respect them so respect Keeping in mind respect and the fact that my children need a father, you know. Well, the reason I ask because you're pretty much like the owner of the company. Let's just say that. I mean, you run everything. So he's taking orders from you. (laughs) No, no. I just wasn't sure how that because you actually went through the process of your whole divorce and everything while working there. Mm -hmm. 
And that played out really well. And then I hired him after we were divorced. Oh, see, it could be done. <laughs> you can work with your family and also your ex-spouse and still run a successful business. Most definitely. I value his input and his contribution to both the our family. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're a two-household family. Okay. Um, as well as his input at work. Jay is really, really dedicated to the company and the mission. Um, we clearly don't see eye to eye on things, hence the divorce, (laughs) but at the end of the day, we both care about the success of others. And I make sure I remember what I appreciate about him rather than the things that make me want to, you know, that's good. And that's why you guys are able to actually run a successful business. Exactly. So we talked a little bit about the importance of credit. Uh, we got a little personal there because I want to make sure you're going to tell the truth, the whole truth. <laughs> <laughs> you is, tried it. It's okay. <laughs> well, hey, it's mommy business. We go through things like that. I mean, sometimes we may have a business with our spouse and we have to talk about how difficult that is, how difficult it is working without ex-husband so yeah. or ex-wife. I mean, hey. But um, can you give us a little bit of information on or tips on how to build credit? Uh, well, basically, there's five things that impact your score. I don't always tell people to build credit because depending on where you are, you might be making a bad decision. For example, if you have a 500 credit score, it's not a good idea to go out there and grab a couple of credit cards. Mm. Um, you're probably going to tank your score. You're probably and, not going to get approved with a 500 credit score. Well, they have, they have secured credit cards. So oh, yeah. Oh, we you might about get that. a thing. Okay. No, they're, they're a bad idea. Oh. But I don't really recommend them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think it is, it depends on where you are in the process of what you need. But the truth is there are just five things that make up your credit score. Your payment history, single most important part of your score. And the truth is pay your bills on time. Even Um, if it's just a minimal payment. That's better than not paying anything. Well, honor your word. Your credit score is your truth report it's Mm -hmm. basically saying do you do what you said Mm -hmm. hey you borrowed this money and you told them you'd pay them back Mm -hmm. are you paying them back you went to the hospital and they saved your life (laughs) can you give them their money (laughs) um and it sounds really really that but the truth is oh i don't like comcast they did me wrong or i don't like this company but you told them, hey, I will take this product and I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. So pay your bill and just don't do business with them anymore. Well, honor your word. Yeah. Because the truth is, how often would you like somebody to break their promise to you? How would you like it if you worked for two weeks and your employer came in and said, you know what? I don't like what you did last Tuesday. I'm not paying you. Right. We're going to have what? some issues. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is this. So the most important thing I can tell you is to honor your word. Don't get, make commitments that you don't plan on honoring. If you aren't planning on playing the hospital bill, don't go to the hospital. Oh, God. Like, these bills are literally things that you can control. Mm-hmm. Nobody's making you go out there now unless you're a victim of identity theft. And if so, give us a call at 855-273-3663. One of the things I tell people is that you people try to avoid the creditors. Like hospital bills, for example. 
they just don't answer the phone calls. And it's like, no, answer your phone call and just make payment arrangement with them. You may not have the full $500 to pay, but if you say, hey, I pay you $20 a month, that's something. And they can work with you within that. Well, here's the thing. Answer the phone because a lot of times there's a way out. Most credit card companies have credit insurance. So if you got laid off and you took, oh, I'm a proponent of insurance. Get every insurance that they offer. Always take the insurance. Did you hear me say get the insurance? Because what I want you to do is get the insurance. Well, wait, I didn't know about credit card insurance. So credit cards have credit life usually or some version of that. And what they'll do is they'll offer it if you're unemployed okay, or if you're in a hospital or in death. So then it pays the credit card for you. Hmm. Same thing happens. They do it with car notes. They do it with um, credit cards. They normally do it with mortgages. They do all of these things offer insurances. And going back to hospitals, most hospitals are nonprofit organizations, which means they get donations in to cover people who can't afford to pay. Talk to the hospital. There's probably a financial assistance program of some type where you can get your bill reduced and or eliminated. Okay. But all of these options come from talking. Yes. Again, it's like it. It's like parenting. When your kid gets in trouble, do you get mad more when your kid gets in trouble, does something wrong, and then goes and hides or comes and talks to you? Hey, mom, I accidentally broke your lamp. It's a lot better than you go to flip this lamp on and it falls apart. And you're like, who did this? <laughs> it's obvious somebody did this. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. Right. Because, I mean, situation emergencies happen to all of us. Yeah, and sometimes you want to pay your bill, but a circumstance happened. Maybe you was laid off of your job and you're just not in a position to pay right now. So don't ignore the collection phone Don't ignore your creditors. Not even – talk to them before it gets to collections. Don't don't go – don't wait until you got that letter in the mail that says you're seven months behind. (laughs) Oh, also with that, don't say skip it. A lot of people get frustrated because they got to pay that late payment and now they don't want to pay the credit card anymore. Really quick tidbit, a single 30-day late payment can drop your score as much as 100 points. Wow. Don't be late. Wow. Don't so double up. Those, That's late. Those tips again, those five tips on how no, to build No, the five things that make up your score. <laughs> so we got through number one, payment history. Number two is use of available credit. That's basically how do you use the money that's... Um, that you have access to. That's credit cards and loans. Guys, don't trip over student loans. Most people, 50% of the people with an 800 or better credit score have about $50,000 or more in student loan debt. Mm. Just keep paying it. Just keep making arrangements. Don't defer it. Pay the bill if you can. Um, income-based repayment options. They, There's too many options out there. Again, all of this boils back down to Pay your bills, <laughs> honor your commitments, make arrangements, contact your creditors. Um, also, very, very quickly, with credit cards, utilization is everything. Don't use your credit cards like it's not free money. Oh, God, It's yes. not free money, mm-hmm. um, and it's still not free money. Say that again, girl. Um, it's not free money. <laughs> uh Use your credit card like a debit card. Make it work for you. Interest isn't in your interest. You don't have to keep a balance for it to report every month. If you have it open, it's going to report to the credit bureaus. Pay it as soon as you use it. You swipe your debit card on at Chick-fil-A, they take the money out immediately. You swipe your credit card at Chick-fil-A, you pull up the app and you pay it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's how you avoid interest, especially if it's a rewards card. Now you're making money off of it. If it's not a rewards card, don't use it. There's no benefit in it. Mm -hmm. I like the rewards cards because it's like you get paid for paying stuff. So they pay you cash Only on your reward, but you, you have to make right. sure you're paying that bill off. Like you could pay your utility bills and all of those things on your rewards card. You can you go grocery shopping, all of that stuff, but you budget that in your your monthly budget, you just put that money that you would normally pay on your utilities, on your your grocery bills and all those things, just put that on your credit card. I tell people this, if you're going to use a cash back card, pick you a day because most people aren't going to do it every day. Pick you a day. Most guys, I tell them Sunday at 2 o'clock. They like football. That's usually halftime between the two games. Mm -hmm. Two, three, two, one, two o'clock. It's after church. If you go to church, it's between the football games. If you watch football, sit down and pay your bills. If you pay your credit cards every Sunday for all the charges you did that week, you won't get as much, in, if any, in interest. Mm -hmm. You'll make sure you're paying it on time. It's going to report a lower balance, and you're going to be able to use those benefits more. Like that, but you have to be disciplined. Oh, well, credit is about discipline. Yes. Period. So what, what tip was that, number three? Uh, that's two. There's three other things, but they're kind of don't close out <laughs> accounts. Um, don't use bad credit people like um, most people that say your credit doesn't matter, but they report to the credit bureaus. It's probably a bad credit lender. So, mm, oh, we have to do a whole nother <laughs> about that. That is something. Yeah, and wanna... don't apply for credit unless you need it. Really simply, it's like it's asking for money. How many times can somebody ask you for money before you start saying, all right, man, what, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Well, the credit bureaus have made a decision about it. It's twice a year, four times every two years, no more than six times on your credit report. After that, you're begging. Oh, and I'm going to count you accordingly. Oh, okay. So we talked a little bit about the tips on how to build your credit. Um, and I don't know, this may go hand in hand with what we already discussed, but how do you maintain a, a high credit score? Pretty much the exact same way you build it. Just okay. keep doing it. So what about if you're a student and you don't have credit and you want to just start off? Where do you start? Learn about it first. Okay. Um, most times what happens is if you got a parent or a guardian who did well with their life and they did right, they can add you on to a credit card and you can start building off of someone else's history, which is really cool. Um, if you're not and you're like most students, you probably want to start with a small credit card, get approved. Don't get a secured credit card. It takes you a lot longer to build. And again, it's not free money. So you said you're against secure credit cards. I am. And why is that? Because I thought that they report just like the regular credit cards. Report. Well, sometimes they do, but most times they report and they say secured on there. And let me just say oh, this. it says secured on your credit report. Right. So people know. Okay. So people know. But even if they didn't know, think about this. The reason you're getting a secured credit card is because they don't trust you. So fix the trust issue. Or because you just don't have credit right now. So you're trying to figure no, out where do I start? they actually give people credit without having credit before. They, they're they more trustworthy limit, yeah. than people who don't have it. So if you're getting a secured credit card, it's because you're not trustworthy. And so what happens is this. You go into a lender. A lender says, mm, I don't trust you. So pay me in advance. I'm going to take your money and let somebody else borrow it and make money off of it. <laughs> and any money that you use, I'm going to charge you interest off of it plus a nominal fee. And then I'm going to tell everybody else I'm doing this. Okay. <laughs> 
This has been a lot of good information and great financial tips, but I always say that credit is a behavior problem or as much as budgeting. Like, you know, it's important that we train our mind and do the work um, so that you can put yourself on a budget and not be an overspender. Because if you're an overspender, a lot of times that have to do with keeping money and also messing up your credit. And we want to think about long-term wealth and put our mindset there. Absolutely. So we have to do the work, but we it must start with, like you said, education. We have to educate ourselves about credit and spending. And budgeting. And budgeting. Here's the thing. Credit and budgeting go hand in hand. If you're not telling your money what to do, it's doing whatever it wants. Oh, my God. I tell my people that all the time. <laughs> I tell my, my younger brother, like, you control where your money go. You tell your money where to go. You don't let your money control you. Exactly. So. Well, here's the thing. And that also goes with making commitments. Mm -hmm. If I don't budget my money, then I'm more likely to overcommit to things I can't do. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll pay you back on Friday. Hey, yeah, I'll pay you back on Friday. Hey, yeah, I'll pay you back. Oh, wait, I don't have enough to pay you all back. Well, if mm -hmm. I had a budget, I don't know. No, I'm going to pay you this Friday. I'll get you in two weeks and I'll get you in a month. <laughs> but that's where it works hand in hand. You have to, you have to know what you have to know what to do with it. Okay. And we can go all day and talk about money because I, do it every day. <laughs> I love to talk <laughs> about money. I mean, it's like how to make it, how to spend it and how to save it. But we have to take a little break. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. If you like the topic that we discussed today on the podcast, I would love to hear from you. If you have questions about today's podcast, please email me at mommybizpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's M-O-M-M-Y-B-I-Z podcast at gmail.com. Also, for booking and sponsorship, please Hit that email address up. I would love to have you on. And we would love to discuss how you're winning at this thing called life. Okay, welcome back, Millie. Thank you. <laughs> I have a question for you. One last question before we wrap everything up, because you've been giving us such great financial tips and information. But what advice can you give mommies or women business owners that is looking into starting a business and thinking about using their personal credit. Don't. Don't use your personal credit? Don't. Business is business and personal is personal. Get business credit. If you need help on that, um, give us a call. We can refer you to people who can help you with that. Um, I'll talk to you more about that later. But in terms of it, once you intertwine the two, they're forever intertwined. And the truth mm. is, I need to be okay and what happens to me needs to be separate from what happens in my business. This is how you run into financial ruin um, is if the business fails, which most businesses do in the first five years, are you still okay? Mm. Same thing I tell people about most financial decisions. Marriage. You want to be a stay-at-home mom? Cool. Be a stay-at-home mom, but keep good credit. Mm -hmm. um, don't let him do everything and, oh, I don't need it. Don't let your business, oh, I'll take on all the debt. Don't, don't be that person because then you'll drown. And the truth is, especially if you're a mom, somebody out there is depending on you mm. and you can't afford to drown. 
Ooh, girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So, of course, we're going to have you back because you've been giving some great information here. Whatever but you like. <laughs> in the meantime, tell us how we can follow you. Um, you can reach me at Credit One USA. That's Credit the Number One USA dot com. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're located at 3125 University Drive here in Huntsville, Alabama. You can give us a call at 855-273-3663 or just Google um, Millie Gunn. Google Credit One USA, <laughs> Credit Repair. We're usually number one on that list. Good. <laughs> okay, Millie. What was the best advice given to you early in your career or marriage that you followed and it paid off? Hmm. Best advice. I got so much good advice. Just one Mm. that you can say, I followed that advice and it actually paid off. I remember I called uh, my brother when I was going through some stuff. Which brother? Do I really have to be specific? <laughs> <laughs> I got six of them. Um, the other ones might feel jealous. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, I called Maurice um, when I was going through some difficulties just in life. And um, I really just felt like quitting just, you know, I think I was having a rough patch at work, marriage, heck, everything. Um, And he said to me, he said, listen, I get it. You want to quit this? You want to stop the job? You want to not do this? Hey, whatever you decide is fine. Just realize if this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, you got to pick up and carry the load. Mm. So I figured some straws broke camel's backs and I made those decisions and I was willing to carry those loads. Other ones, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and um, it carries me through because when I look at stuff and I get overwhelmed and frustrated and totally at my wit's end, I have to, I come back and I say, is this the deal breaker? Is this, does this mean I'm willing to do this by myself or am I willing to make whatever changes are necessary that I have to do this without this partner, be it my significant other, be it my job, be it mm-hmm. the children, whatever. Is the, If this is it, then I have to be willing to do the next part alone. Otherwise, probably want to come back and figure out a different way to do this. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes. Do you have any comments or questions about today's topic? I'd love to hear from you. Join our Mommy Business Tribe on Facebook where you can share your thoughts about today's show and to get more exclusive information. It's a great place for networking and to inspire others to win at this thing we call life. Remember, ladies, your life, your blueprint. Let's get to building. This podcast is produced by Paradox East and powered in part by the Maitland Conservatory. Visit them at themaitlandconservatory.org.
O-R-G.